and welcome back to The Mesa, a weekly Westworld podcast where we talk about each episode with lots of spoilers. So if you're here and you don't know anything about Westworld or if you haven't watched the latest episode, please turn us off and come back. Uh, but if you're here like us, obsessively watching each week, then uh, here we are talking about episode three. And I don't know what the title of episode three is, but I wouldn't be able to pronounce it anyway because it's not in English. I am joined here as always by myself, Jake, and uh, Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Hello, Jake. Hello. And Brandon. Hello, Brandon. Hi, Jake. And Tom. Hi, Jake. I have nicknames for all of you. I realize that um, I hope I don't slip into because it's going to be really confusing. People are going to think there's like nine people on the show. <laughs> I keep referring to. We could, we could talk people, in different so. voices. We could, we could all just talk in Hello. voices. <laughs> Let's talk Hello. sophisticated. Oh, yes. My name is Barry. Hello. Mm. <laughs> Jeez. I'm glad okay, there's so. a HBO show named after me. Is there? What? Barry? Yeah. Barry Cuda. It's on HBO and it's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, man, you shills for HBO. Get out of here. All right, we're going to be talking about the HBO original <laughs> series, Westworld. Uh, what is the, the episode? Uh, Virtu Virtue a Fortuna. A uh, fortune is virtuous. I'm going to guess that that's it. That's probably not right. <clears throat> it looks like some fancy Latin. So um, we are going to do, as we always do, an episode recap of episode three of season two. And then we're going to talk about the Raj because we got to see. We thought it was going to be called Raj World. Uh, they even told us it was going to be called Raj World, but it's not. It's called the Raj, which I think is even cooler. Uh, and then we're going to give each of our uh, kind of current biggest question marks about the season so far, being uh, three episodes in. So let's start real quick with an episode recap. Uh, I'm going to hit the high points again, just kind of the the different threads, not necessarily the chronology of the episode, because that would be nearly impossible. So we've got four main things that happen four four big sections of things that happen. The first is kind of the, what I'll call the current timeline um, for Bernard and Charlotte. Uh, oh, that that's in the current timeline. Never, uh, that is the other one. I'm already the, fucking the this two up. Weeks? I, the two weeks. I've already, already fucked it up. Did I not put the, uh, did I not put the, I didn't put the other thing. Oh, shit. Okay. Got it. Here we go. So <laughs> the, the flashback of Bernard and Charlotte, uh, that's one thread where they're searching for Abernathy, uh, and they find him with, uh, what's that dude's name? The creepy stash dude. Rebus. Rebus. Ah, Rebus. This is great. And we get a really good sense of why uh, in the first episode when we're seeing Bernard on the beach and he sees Rebus uh, kind of lunge himself in front of uh, these ladies that are being executed on the beach, these hosts. Uh, we get a sense of why he's behaving like that because uh, Bernard and Charlotte trick him uh, into going away from some of the humans and hosts that he's captured thinking they're all humans and uh, and reprogram him to be uh, very uh, what was the word he put it he like increased his um good samaritan score basically so he was like a friendly do-getter uh that was violent and so <laughs> then he would turn turn against his uh his former compatri- compatriots and and uh try and rescue all of the humans so uh keep that in mind because that that will factor into my theories a little bit later uh vis-a-vis ghost nation so we see them uh in that timeline a little bit we also see what we'll call like the present time of bernard charlotte and what's the dude's name it's not Stubbs. what's that dude's name uh says it's an s the strand yeah strand, strand the head, yeah. head of security guy so that's kind of the the present day um the continuation of the beach scene from episode one 
and uh, we see that there's still some commotion happening in the Mesa and uh, that they're still looking for Abernathy. So we know at this point we see kind of the, the flashback Abernathy with Bernard and Charlotte, which I get to, or uh, yeah, Bernard, Charlotte and Abernathy and Dolores. And then we see the present day, which means that they still don't know where uh, Abernathy is. So actually uh, I just found out something that really confused me. We'll get to that. Okay, here we go. The next thread, and then you guys can send me all straight here, is uh, Lee Sizemore, Hector, and Maeve going all the way to Shogun World. Which, do we know it's called Shogun World yet? Yes, that's <coughs> confirmed on the okay. Delos website. Okay, sweet. I didn't know if it was Shogun, because I think Samurai World was the first first guess at, at the end of last season. Um, we see them continuing their trek. They're trying to find Maeve's daughter in sector or was it 15 and uh they have a, a couple of different things that are, which i think are interesting they come across ghost nation Maeve tries to control them with her voice and realizes she can't for whatever reason uh and then so they run during that time they say uh give us lee like <laughs> you you uh, you other host can go but we want him we want stable boy uh and so they run uh because Maeve needs lee uh they find themselves in the tunnels of uh of westworld kind of the back backstage area and they run into armistice which if you don't remember is the uh the lady that was going around with uh, going around with hector right or did they just find each other with uh in the when they both died i can't remember if they were actually in the park together do you remember i thought they were i thought they were a team i thought so too but now i can't remember i don't remember any of season one sorry Anyway, so she is a uh, wicked flamethrower, uh, and they partner up with Felix, the old, uh, and some other guy. I don't remember the other text Sylvester. name. Sylvester. <laughs> Sylvester. I'm doing great with names today. Uh, and try and head, continue to head towards Maeve's daughter, or towards where, where she thinks she is, uh, and end up at the very end of the episode uh, in a snowy land and about to be attacked by a samurai. I am super, super excited about Samurai World, or Shogun World, excuse me. So the next thread is the Dolores, Bernard, Teddy, and Peter, uh, Peter Abernathy. Why did I call him Peter? And they spend most of their time at uh, with the Confederados at Camp, no, Fort Forlorn Hope, which is a horrible name for a fort. Don't name your forts Forlorn Hope. Um, there's a big battle scene with the Delos slash Westworld guards. Uh, Abernathy is taken by the guards. Uh, in like a little raid thing but that's in the middle of Bernard uh, kind of porting into his arm where they put like a little little like USB-C plug into everybody's elbow socket uh, and he's able to see that Abernathy has some big encrypted file on it and he's trying to figure out what is what it is and ends up I guess decrypting it I want to talk about that here in a little bit but um, and then at the end of that thread Clementine zombie Clementine comes and hits Bernard in the head and drags him away to somewhere. So uh, that part was a little interesting. What did I forget? Aside from the Raj. I think I've forgotten something, haven't I? I just watched this like 20 minutes ago. I think he had the major stuff besides the uh Besides, besides the, Raj. the Raj. All right, so before we get to the Raj, um, let's, let's delve into a couple of these things a little bit more. So I have some questions about... Uh, I, have, I have a lot of questions. We started a separate little Google Doc here with all of my questions, mostly. Um, one of the questions I have is about Bernard and Abernathy. So Bernard is 
apparently able to access the file by using some one-time decryption key that is innate in him maybe um and also what downloads the file into his own brain from abernathy i don't i don't exactly understand what happened during that whole interaction he kind of hides when the delos guards are coming in to take abernathy uh, so they don't see him but presumably because he has some epiphany when he's looking through this decrypted file that was in abernathy that he knows something now what do we think that was well, I think it's it's got to be one. I think it's got to be towards Delos's, you know, big plan. And I think it's got to be. It has to go further than them just harvesting, like the DNA and the blood samples of all the guests. Because Bernard, I guess by this point, already knows that from the the layer that him and Charlotte went to. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking it's got to be something. Got to be something bigger. Like they're you know they're making they're making hosts or they're you know trying to be invisible or not invisible invincible you know mm-hmm. forever all that good all that good stuff or something i don't know even crazier you know maybe maybe like the future world plot where they're replacing hosts with people and yeah you know, like okay taking over the world but why would abernathy why would that have to be smuggled out of the park because that that's that would be data that I don't know, right? Because that would that would be that would be information that would already be external to the park, that wouldn't need to be that wouldn't have come from within the park and needed to be smuggled out by a host getting on a train. That's the part that still confuses me a little bit. Is what what data might might have originated in the park that is so valuable? Right, and and that can't just be sent electronically or I don't know actually. yeah like do they, do they have the internet in the future I don't, <laughs> maybe they're just worried they just about someone being tapped into their network I guess so seems complicated yeah I got I got nothing I honestly yeah I don't, it, that, that part confuses me um, I'm guessing we're gonna learn a little bit more of course in, in the next week or two but uh, I don't know I don't know why Clementine seemed to help Anton drag him away I mean she was she was single tracked like that was her job so um there's also kind of an interesting development with Teddy. Teddy kind of let I don't remember what the the character's name is. The like lieutenant of the Confederados uh, let him go. Dolores told him to kill him, and he kind of let him go in a fit of mercy, maybe or maybe acting on his own. Now I think he's still not, stuck in his in his like character trait. You know where he doesn't. You think that just, was just like Teddy's compassion kind of thing. Yeah, I don't think he can overcome that yet. Okay, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, I think he's definitely going through the maze right now, and he's taking an extra step. Because, like, before, I think he would have just did what Dolores said without question. And now it shows, like, at least he's starting to think for himself and starting to deviate off that, that like, his cornerstone. Hmm. But not all the way there. But not all the way there, yeah. I think we'll see some re- some repercussions between him and uh, Dolores coming soon she's gonna be pissed oh yeah i hope so she's fiery yeah maybe i don't know she about kills that teddy. Um, mm-hmm. maybe she kills teddy maybe that's why uh that would be a twist he shows she up in the teddy. lake oh that's possible um hey this does tie back to bernard saying he killed them uh the first episode i wonder if that has anything to do with what he had when he found hmm. Abernathy yeah he could be like a time bomb 
So here is here's as I was as I was doing the recap, I it occurred to me that the timelines are backwards from what I initially I guess thought. Maybe maybe I'm misremembering something. So here's here's what I'm thinking. Um, in in the actual real order of events, the uh, the the parties happening, the you know the the massacre, and Bernard and Charlotte hide out. They run. They go down into the the tech area. They are looking for Abernathy in this episode. They get separated when Charlotte runs away, and uh, Bernard is taken taken by who is he taken by the Confederados, right? And then he is taken seen by Dolores. He sees Abernathy, downloads the file, goes a little berserk. Clementine hits him and drags him away. Meanwhile, Charlotte, during the Confederados thing, orders the Delos security people to raid that fort and take Abernathy while Bernard is still there. And then they lose Abernathy because they drive away with him, right? And then we also see we see the scene with Strand and Bernard and Charlotte yeah, going through that little uh, train tunnel, the fiery train tunnel. And saying like, yeah, we don't know where he is. And Charlotte's all, Bernard, do you know where Abernathy is? And at that point, they she had custody of him. He was like sitting in the car with her, right? Like yep. right before that. She was the last one to have seen him. Why would she think that Bernard had any information about that? Because we don't have the full picture yet. That's so confusing, though. <sighs> that's Westworld. God damn it. That, that's Westworld. That's a title I've said. Um... All right, so we got we got nothing there, but I just want to point out that inconsistency. So, all right, let's let's start burying the lead. The Raj, we got to send. We got our our second park during this episode. The Raj uh, is colonial India, with uh, lots of lots of really beautiful colors, lots of really great um, costuming, and um, the the Raj, I guess, is uh, at least one of the attractions of the Raj is hunting, kind of big game hunting because I don't know the dude's name, but Grace is the girl. Uh, and they are both there and interested in hunting things like Bengal tigers. So we get we get to see a couple of really cool things. We get to see an- more animals. We get to see uh, the fact that there are other parks and our other guests in the parks, in those parks. We get to see that, uh, a little more about how guns work, which is really cool. Um, and we get to see Park Boundary, which is also really cool. So uh grace gets attacked by a tiger she shoots it uh it doesn't die it dies like i guess like mid-air and pushes her into the water and then at the very end of this episode we see her kind of washing ashore and uh being picked up by some ghost nation peeps which we assume have hostile intent but we don't know for sure um one thing I want to point out is we don't have a timeline. They do. They're very careful in how they, they, they show this to us to make us think that it's present day. I'm not convinced yet that when she, she washes up in front of the ghost nation people, that it is what we would call present day. Um, the tiger's not going to rot or anything. It could be there for years. Uh, if nobody finds it just on the shore. So we don't really know, or I'm, I'm not really convinced that it is of the same timeline that they're kind of making us think it is. Um, but, Otherwise, what do you guys think of the Raj and this whole the the those two those two scenes at the beginning and end? So I guess my initial thoughts is that um, I think 
the I think the well the one main purpose of the Raj is like um, you know you can do big game hunting on this on this place, which makes me wonder you know why are you why are people spending so much money you know like forty thousand dollars a day just to come to Westworld just to big game hunt why wouldn't they just do that in the real world so it kind of makes me think that you know these animals like the bengal tiger like the elephants and stuff they've all been extinct you know or they've all gone extinct for one reason or the or another yeah i think we have some vague confirmation of that i'm trying to pull up one of the property websites makes some mention of that like see animals you can't you can no longer see in the real world or something like that right um where you, you get the indication like bengal tigers don't exist anymore right exactly and yeah like horses and, and other stuff does like don't exist and only exists in the raj so that that's that's pretty interesting i overall i love the raj i love the like the time period they 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 set it in and you know the costumes and everything were like were pretty dope um, I don't know. Do we want to talk about Grace or any of that yet? Yeah, let's let's get into all that right now. Okay, uh, and here's my thoughts on the the overall time frame: is that when Grace, when we first see the Raj and we see Grace, the girl, and she's talking with the the other dude, human dude, that I assume is the day or the night of the the massacre that happened in season one. And then, um, I guess it, there was like some lag time for when the hosts from Westworld, I don't know, told the hosts from the Raj that, oh, we're sentient now, by the way, and we can get off our loops that, you know, that word traveled fast. And then that morning is like the morning after like the massacre happened, that it traveled to the Raj. So that's where I think the time frame is. And then... And then, yeah, Grace gets picked up by Ghost Nation sometime really close after the massacre, and then it's who knows where she is. Um, but yeah, going into Grace, I think it's interesting that uh, like her little like her little map that she has mm-hmm. on in her notebook in her notebook, like the little symbol that's shown on like the right hand side of the of the page is the same symbol as what we see in the little bunker that charlotte and charlotte and uh bernard are in you know where they're doing all the host stuff Mm -hmm. and then we see that symbol come up again um when bernard's trying to access abernathy's files like classified files so it seems like she knows something about that company is apparently called protagoras Uh, we don't know anything about them yet we know that it's called protagoras because whether this was intentional or not um, one of the there, there's some metadata left over in one of like the little hidden video files from the website uh, f- that somebody deconstructed the source video files from After Effects and one of them was called Protagoras Logo or something like that so um, we, we know that that is at least the name of, of the company for which that logo is is representative uh, but we don't know anything about them just yet there was also some some other confirming evidence that that was protagoras uh and there's some some interesting it was he was a real dude like some philosopher and so i don't understand anything he actually said but um there there's there's some interesting symbolism there where that's like either a delos competitor or a subsidiary something something of the fact or maybe it's like a code name for something we don't really know yet 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, apparently Protagoras was a Greek philosopher. Not that has anything to do with it. Well, it might. We don't know. I guess. Do we have anything more in the Raj? Yeah. I don't really have much about the Raj. Just think it's you know it's cool that we're starting to get to see kind of the bigger scope of the whole Delos experience. Yeah, including including Shogun World, which we got just a tiny taste of at the end. I'm pretty pumped about that. I do want to. I do want to say I don't know if they're actually in truly in Shogun World yet. I know there's samurais like in the area that they were in at the end of the episode, but I'm not sure if that's still part of Westworld's park or if there's some like bleed over between the parks now. Because I I think I like. My out there theory is like the cradle is how is some is their system or whatever it is that keeps the parks together. Like it keeps it's like the like the lasers and all that that keeps all the hosts within each park. Hmm. And I think because that's malfunctioning, you'll get you get all these different, you know, all these different elements in different parks now. Oh, and that's why we did see the tiger go through that laser. Uh, the like laser beam thing at the edge of the park without anything happening. They kind of lingered on that shot a little bit. So maybe that's an indication that like this is normally supposed to do something, but it does not because stuff's not working. Right. Right. Hmm. All right. So uh, one more bit on the Raj and Shogun world. Uh, I told myself I wasn't going to keep doing this, um, but I have been, which is looking at IMDB credits um so we are going to see based on IMDb credits we are going to see uh Shogun World in episode 5 uh pretty heavily there's a lot of people that are credited with like without character names like uh cart there was something that was like market dude in the market kind of thing um and based on the actors names and some of the character names we're we're seeing at least a couple of scenes of Shogun World, so I'm pretty pumped about that. Sweet, yeah. So leading into this next bit, we are uh, someone else credited in the next two episodes, episodes four and five, is uh, Shannon Woodward, also known as Elsie. So I am super pumped. We're at least going to see her. I I really don't think it's going to be just a flashback. I think she's actually going to be here. Um, But she is credited at IMDb in the next two episodes. So that's going to lead into uh, my current big question, which I'll get to in a second. We're going to start in alphabetical order. We're going to go to Brandon here. So each of us is going to give kind of after these three episodes, what what are our current big, uh, big questions we have about, about whatever in the Westworld universe. So Brandon, what have you got? you know, I, I'm still on this this thing that Dolores is gonna be the new like bad guy. I think she's really turning into just that kind of spiraling down into becoming what she hated. I mean, she pretty much sacrificed those Confederados at the fort just to get her plan going. And she's kind of taking it up as kind of like this uh, this holy journey, and she wants everyone to die for her cause, without asking if they want to or not. Hmm. So she's kind of like turning human in that regard. Yeah, I think she's. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I think she's. So do you ever think she's going to like lighten up, so to speak? 
I don't think so. I think she's going to continue on this this spiral. Like once she's had a taste, she's going to keep going. That's just my opinion, at least. I mean, she's just she's really, really going down a really dark path right now. It's that Wyatt narrative poking through. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, her her development's uh, currently a big question mark. I mean, we still don't know if she's sentient, but given that she is, is she, she going to be a nice human or, or a bad human? Um. All right, I will do mine. Uh, I I have been asking for a long time. Where is Elsie? She vanished in season one presumed dead but we never saw never saw her die she's a talented tech um i don't think before shannon woodward kind of confirmed it a little bit that she was going to be in this season i always was kind of wondering when and how she was going to resurface maybe as her human self maybe as a host some way she had something going on um i have a lot of questions about how the ghost nation are acting and I think there's uh, it would tie up nicely. I don't have any evidence for it, but it would tie together really nicely if Elsie were behind the scenes using Ghost Nation as a proxy to help control the park a little bit, using them as kind of a uh, host police force, so to speak. Um, we don't see the Ghost Nation. That's kind of my sub question is what, what are the motivations of the Ghost Nation? So we don't see the Ghost Nation being violent in season two. They're very intimidating looking. They're terrifying looking. Uh, and they have scary music whenever they come on screen. But we don't see them being violent at all. Um, we see them, in fact, running from violence and trying to to intervene and to save humans in particular. So uh, I wonder if that is their interesting motivation right now, if that has always been their motivation um, towards humans, for example. Uh, and if Elsie has something to do with it. So I'm excited to see Shannon Woodward in credits next episode, and hopefully it gets some answers to that. Jeff, what have you got? So Dolores gets shot like three or four times in this episode, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Why does she not die mm-hmm. when all of the other hosts still die when they're shot? Yeah, that is a very good question. What is turned oh. off on her and turned on in the- do you think it's something that she did herself somehow that she has like the you know, mind over matter kind of thing or you think it's something that someone else would have had to do in her programming to turn off like the if you get shot you die code i don't know that's what i don't i mean that's my question like why was she able to keep walking when she was shot three or four times and then when they were all like holding the door or reverse holding the door. Like they were all just shot once or twice each mm. and died instantly. And mm. like the dude, uh, I can't think of the like captain. So one that, um, Teddy let go, mm-hmm. like he was killed and brought back to life. So he knows like in his mind, I guess he knows that like, being shot doesn't mean you're killed so like why isn't it turned off for him i guess he wasn't shot again said he didn't kill him but yeah i just don't understand like why dolores knows that being shot is not associated with being killed and the other host can be killed like that because clementine knows that too right she's kind of a zombie because they just brought her back to life 
in the host in the in the like host tech room and now she's she's still all bloody i don't know have we seen any other hosts get shot yet and and not die you know uh, rather than aside from that captain lieutenant dude who they um, brought back with the tech bernard bernard shot himself in season one yeah but somebody fixed him right didn't uh felix fix him may under mave's direction so like there was some external intervention that brought him back on oh maybe yeah I, and I, now I he's like malfunctioning now. because of it so but yeah dolores was just unfazed yeah so i think i mean i would assume her getting shot in the head would kill her yeah and then there would be some ill effects of being shot like you know hitting mechanical parts that would cause Mm. her to like not move properly but like why aren't any of the other hosts afraid or not afraid of dying like when they saw ghost nation why were they so terrified if you can't really die unless they like remove your head from your body Hmm. yeah that is interesting that is interesting because like aren't the new hosts like made of this like plastic you know like this hard plastic whereas yeah like is like 3d mechanical. yeah so you would think i don't know you would think are they the plastic ones more durable or I, I don't know it's uh it's weird yeah hmm speaking of bernard tom what do you got well uh my biggest question uh i guess remaining is what is bernard's end game like what what is his ultimate goal in this whole series or in this whole season at least because it seems like everybody else in the in the cast has a direction or has a goal that they're going to you know mm-hmm. like well like the man in black wants to get to the door dolores wants to get you know to the weapon and then get out you know, or she wants to free all the hosts or some hosts or whatever you know Maeve wants to find her daughter yada 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 it goes on and on and on but bernard is like the only major character where he doesn't really he kind of he's kind of just going along with the flow for right now so it's mm-hmm. it's I, I wonder where where his his end game is where he ultimately wants to end up or you know what's it, what's motivating him right now and also you know going along with that is he sentient is he actually sentient because I know he knows that he's a robot, that he's a host, but is he still under Ford's direction? You know, is he mm-hmm. still following his programming, or is he actually making decisions for himself? Honestly, I, was, I don't know, and honestly, I don't, I don't even think he's truly sentient right now. There was a, a thing he said uh, when he was talking to, to Dolores uh, when he was he was checking out Abernathy. Um, where he was saying, he asked Dolores, like, what, what, what are you, what are you doing, Dolores? And she said she wants to, to dominate the world or something like that. And he said, this world is just a small speck of dust in a much, much larger world. And I was like, how does he know that? How would, I mean, does, is he given just enough information about the outside world because they wanted him to think he was a human or like, where did that, that seemed out of place. And of course, Dolores said, "You've never, you've never been out of the park. You don't know what it's like. I have been, um, but has he been? Does he have actual firsthand knowledge and, and experience outside of the 
park that seemed like a weirdly placed bit of bit of information that he pulled out i wonder i wonder if somehow they were able to like harvest or take arnold's dna and and pump it into bernard Hmm. i know i know ford made bernard in arnold's image but is any of that is any of that actually arnold like does he have arnold's talking of cloning is he is he is arnold clone basically right hmm right i don't know maybe we'll find out maybe we won't well i hope I hope we do at some point i think that's the thing that's uh driven me the most crazy about all this is every episode i have more questions than i do answers and that's kind of why i wanted to start my ongoing questions and document um because i i feel like I, I lose track of the questions i had the last episode because i have 20 more now and I don't know when it's going to end. I don't know when they're going to tell us anything. When are we going to find out shit instead of just <laughs> having more question marks pop up? It's definitely getting more and more confusing because it'll be like, oh, we found we found this out. And then it's like, well, what does that actually mean? It's like, <laughs> no one knows. It's just more more questions. I was going to ask, um, do we know or do we have any theories of like who Grace is? Like, is, does she have any relation to the to the park at all or like how does she know so much about Delos I don't even know or remember who Grace is I was about to say the same thing I, I really don't <laughs> oh it's the it's the Rajworld girl oh 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 that's you know I really don't think I mean again it's one of those things where we don't have enough information yet about her I think I think maybe it was I mean, she has to be important, but I think right now her main focus is basically just showing that other people were in the park too, at other places. Mm-hmm. I, that's about as far as I can speculate that I can think of. I mean, she seemed to have come there a lot, hence the whole, like, I'm going to fucking shoot you to prove that you're human. You know? Like, she was clearly, this was not her first rodeo in the let's bang dudes in Raj world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's like a, a man in black for Raj world. Yeah. That was, that was one of the theories too, is like, is she the man in black's daughter that we saw in episode two? Like technically, I guess the timelines do add up, you know, she'd probably be in her thirties in, present day and it kind of adds up to the you know kind of adds up to the actress the actress kind of looks like the the daughter actress they used but yeah yeah. there's two other theories i've heard which is that she is either uh part of some type of corporate sabotage um or like uh another another corporation so she's there to get information or to subvert something that dallas is doing or that she's some some kind of a journalist, some kind of a sunlight activist, where she's trying to expose something about the park and get some firsthand information. So she's there, either investigating one way or the other. I don't know if I if I buy either one of those yet, but it's another potential option. I heard I heard one more theory that she could also be related to Teresa, like the the girl mm-hmm. that died in season one, because of I guess how they. I don't know the, their manner mannerisms, their their uh, 
you know opinion of Delos as a as a whole, like not trusting them. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are speculating about that, but I I don't know. I think that's one that one might be kind of thin. I don't know the 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 cigarette thing seemed too deliberate. You know, I mean the the way she was holding her. There, there were some some visual parallels between those two characters that uh, that was there. It seemed pretty on the nose. So I don't know if that was just a diversion tactic to make us think that that's that we were supposed to think Teresa, but she kind of looks like Teresa. She would hold her cigarette the same way that we don't see people smoke a lot. So that was, you know, it's not like everybody's holding cigarettes. I don't know. Maybe we're grasping at straws and (laughs) none of this is related and they're just laughing at us. That's more likely. That's Westworld. Uh, Grasping at straws. TM. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Putting uh, episode title grasping at straws Jeff you had a good episode title what was it banging banging dudes some some <laughs> banging some dudes in Raj, Raj. <laughs> <laughs> bow wow yeah hell yeah banging dudes in the Raj you're all good episode title ideas alright uh, anything else on episode 3 before we call it a wrap not that I can think of. I said, you know, Dolores looked really nice in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's a robot, Brandon. <laughs> like that changes my opinion. If <laughs> <laughs> See, All right, we're turned gonna, on now. We're gonna leave Brandon to Real Thirty Four, <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna call it <laughs> until episode four. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks guys for joining me. I'm excited about episode four and five. So uh, let's get back next week and spoil this too. Bye. That's all. Bye.